And we're live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because Barbara Streisand effect is an amazing piece to really show up to everybody and go, you've been an idiot. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Triple. You can find me pretty much everywhere under that name. That's S-H-U-J-I-N. Hi. And this is a little bit of an unusual item at the moment. Right at the moment, I do not have any other co-hosts at the moment. Now, I don't know if that's going to be changing around. I know for well that things have been a little on the weird side, so we're going to see how this plays out. If, unfortunately, I don't end up with anybody, I will simply uh, go through part of the topic, deal with it as best I can, get the information that kind of helps me along from the live chat folks, and we'll kind of work it from there. So as I just mentioned, yes, if you do show up live while recording over on YouTube, you can interact and let me know what you think about stuff. So at the moment, Stephanie, I know that you're there and all well and good. Give me one second. Let me change out some stuff and I have somebody coming on. One moment. And let's okay. see if that works out. Hello. Oh, Joseph, hey. you are there. <laughs> well, this surprise, is being surprise. a minor annoyance. <laughs> My camera does not want to kick over. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll see how that plays out. So uh, apparently I spoke just a little bit uh, too soon uh, from... Paris, France. Joseph, good morning. Joseph, are you there? Uh, yeah. There you are. I can hear you now. Okay. <laughs> I still need to achieve... Uh, I have uh, some sort of audio normalcy this week. Well, that's I'm, a good thing. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to work on this just a little bit because your audio on my side is on the weak side. I'm fixing that, and then I got to try to figure out why my video is not kicking because for some stupid reason, it doesn't want to. Why not? Mm. Oh, I bet you I know why. Hold on a second, because dummy me, I told the stupid thing. Hey. How about you go ahead and turn on a camera for myself? And the camera thinks that it is connected to other things. All right. All we need to do is disconnect the camera and then reconnect the camera. And then I should be able to hold on. It worked. Ah, uh, my video is flipped wrong, I think. But you know what? Such is life. Fix that another time. Hi, guys. Hello. Joseph, say a little something for us. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> I managed to fix my computer. Well, congratulations. Yeah, with uh, a pair of tweezers and some crazy glue. Okay. All right. Uh, that beats my wire strippers and electrical tape from a few years back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I told you my, my jack, my microphone jack broke off inside my computer. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But just getting that thing out was a bitch. Ah, I see. I would agree. There we go. Okay. Sorry for turning the video on and off a couple of times there, guys. Uh, the, uh, when you mouse over different things in Discord, things pop up that I would otherwise not necessarily want everybody to see. Whatever. I don't know. It, it, it's, it's a paranoia thing on my part. Leave me alone. Anyway, so apparently we've got uh, we've got a, a good portion of the group together. Uh, Felis, hi. Glad you're able to make it. Yeah, uh, it, 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 was, uh, it was a bit of a long day for me. I was out uh, driving, tiny dribble, quite a bit today. Which turned into a, it turned into a nice day. I got the opportunity of doing some mall walking. Oh boy, this is not a good thing. <laughs> I need to get out more often. Yeah, uh, I, I know that feeling. You'll, you'll have to explain mall walking. Uh, what I mean by mall walking is... Mall uh, walking. Oh, that's completely different. Yes. Uh, how am I going to do this? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to work, uh, I'm going to work on the audio just a little bit as best I can on this side. Uh, I've got a big difference in how loud you are, Joseph, compared to Dallin. Um, kind of working on it a little bit to see what I can do uh, to even that out. Well, let me look on my end. Well, if you can, if you can boost up just a little bit, uh, that'd be fine. I've got you maxed out as best I can. Okay. Uh, the only other thing I can tell you guys that's uh, kind of interesting is I got contacted by Becky, Rebecca, Ms. Friedman, Professor Friedman, uh, over there at uh, Ask an Atheist with Sam Mulvey. I know he probably hates people calling it that, but, you know, you got to use a full name. Uh, apparently they needed some people to do PSAs for them and they have a noticeable lack of male voices. So she got in touch with me while I was driving and left me a message and it's just like, uh, you know, text messages and asked if I'd be interested in doing. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. So that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, being asked, hey, could you could you read some lines for us for a PS? <laughs> like you have to <laughs> ask. You let me know when you need, because you know, I will be more than happy to do. Because Hell, if they need another one, gee, you know, I, you know, kind of. I mean, I know they they don't they don't know me from a hole in the ground, but well, you know, I'd, well, I'd be willing to lend a few decibels to it if um, well, if they'd be so inclined. Don't forget, you're also on that uh, same side of the country, so, you know. Testing, testing. You're still there. Okay. I hope that's a bit better. A little bit better, yeah. We'll kind of work with okay. that. I'm sure the uh, I'm sure the leveler will kind of help along with a, a good portion of that. So, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, I have some interesting news regarding Rafe Badawi. 
And this is this is going to be interesting. Let me first off remind everybody that as of the recording of tonight's show, it has now been nine years, seven months, 29 days since Rafe Badawi was unjustly incarcerated for thought crimes. However, after doing a little bit of extra research tonight, which meant ha actually having time to go looking through Rafe Badawi's Twitter uh, feed, there is a possibility that he will be released from prison at the end of the month. Where did you find that out? Uh, I found it partly from his, uh, his official Twitter feed, uh, partly from a news article that was linked in it. Uh, I did put the, uh, the article in our chat for tonight so that we can kind of reference that and I can, uh, put it out there and it, they have been counting down for several days on that feed. So they seem to be very, uh, very hopeful at the moment. And, I'm pretty sure I speak on behalf of a lot of other people in this one. We're hopeful as well. So, you know, we're not ones to say, you know, cross your fingers or, or hold your breath. But guarded optimism is warranted at this point. So we see what happens with any luck. Possibly at the end of this month. We've got one less thing to worry about for him. It would be nice. It would indeed. And Joseph, I hear you cranking that microphone up now. Uh, yeah. I turned off the input sensitivity. Oh, there we go. Now we got you. Okay. Yeah, the Discord settings uh, mm. don't match my computers, so... That's okay. That'll just give me uh, an option to uh, adjust it a little bit better on this side, which will be fine. Hmm. And where's, I, I imagine that Rafe is going to be joining his wife in Canada. Well, here's part of the problem from that, uh, uh, from that news article. That would be nice, except there is a, I believe it's a 1 million Riyadh, um, Real, sorry, Real, uh, fine that is still in place, which equates out to, if I remember the conversion, somewhere in the realm of 335,000 US dollars. I'm, I'm rounding quite a bit and I'm, I'm trying to remember it off the top of my head. A further 10 year media ban and a further 10 year, sorry, concurrent 10 year travel restriction. Oh, great. Now, does that mean that he's completely stuck? Well, I'm going to say this. For those of you that do not remember, the American hostages that were held in Iran back in 1978 to 1980 our wonderful compatriots up north found a way to smuggle some of them out. It great expense of 
possibly being caught and killed in the process. But they still snuck some out. Is it possible that Rafe may end up being scurried away? I can only hope. Because Canada has proven that uh, they've been able to do it at least once in that area of the country, uh, that area of the uh, world. So I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But you know what? Um, out of prison would be one less possibility for him to be in close quarters with people being infected with various respiratory and um, diseases. So I, I, I'm I'm willing to take that one. You know what I mean? So we'll 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 see how that plays. Beyond that, let me go ahead and uh, get the opening started. We'll have the horrible scopes and uh, we'll see how long we'll see how long we uh, we make out on tonight. Uh, Joey is not feeling real well because reasons. Uh, Bridget needs a night off. Perfectly understandable, perfectly fine. And uh, I know tech. Well, uh, I think he's off uh, getting drunk off his ass. I could be wrong about that one, but I would really like to think that that's what's going on right now. Because otherwise, uh, I, I have to give him hell for not showing up. Well, actually, he he did message me earlier tonight. Oh, um, I missed that then. Yeah. Um, his son is in town for the weekend. Mm. So not family. necessarily drunk, but family time, which, you know. <laughs> Perfectly. You know what? He's off, he's off my shit list. That's fine. Yeah, it's up there. <laughs> perfectly understandable anyway all right so i don't know what's going to happen with the video feed as i switch over because of the way that everything is kind of higgledy biggledy the way that i set it up so we'll see how this uh, plays out however with five minutes on the clock ah cripes uh your five minute freestyle is well let's start it right now there we go I titled this one Degrees, and I'm going to do something that I don't normally do, and I'm going to give you the three different pieces that degrees means in this case. Item number one, degrees in temperature. This is going to make sense as I link this to last week's. Degrees, as in education, diplomas. Again, this will link in degrees of separation. I normally don't put these things together from week to week, but there's, uh, there's something that I am pulling together from several previous discussions. How you can lose me when you want to talk about something. And it, I would like to think that I am pretty much just Joe average personality. So take this one with a little bit of a grain of salt. If you want to go ahead and you want to say that and, and tout yourself as some kind of a personality or maybe not necessarily an expert, but somebody who knows a little something about space science. Wonderful. 
I got no problem with that. Even if you you don't necessarily have an actual formal degree in astrophysics, perfectly understandable. But if you go ahead and you talk about temperatures, and then you list it as degrees Kelvin, you've lost me. If you want to talk about stuff in philosophical terms and want to have these wonderful thought uh, thought experiments and, and try to run down ideas, but you don't preface the whole thing to make sure that it is understood these are thought experiments that we're going to go through. Even if you are someone who is a professor with a degree, you've lost me. And the separation between people who don't have a degree want to say that they're you know, some kind of a, some kind of an expert in a topic or, or well-versed in a topic and somebody who is supposed to be very well-versed in a topic, but doesn't know how to communicate properly. There's not much separation for these two at this point. If you don't know how to communicate for yourself, that's a problem. Communication is one of the things that actually makes our civilizations work. If we can't talk, if we can't communicate, if we can't get an idea from inside of my brain into yours, there's no way that we can, well, eventually work together on anything. Without communication, without some way of transferring ideas back and forth, what the hell? It, it, it goes poorly. So if you are one of these people who is going to go ahead and say, I know a little something about topic X, Y, Z. Yes, I said Z. Shut up. But you actually don't. Now you're starting to make me wonder if there's a Dunning-Kruger thing going on here. And if you don't know what a Dunning-Kruger is, you probably experienced it. You might be experiencing it right now. Or the things that I don't know anything about? Oh, hell yes. The amount of stuff I don't know is positively staggering. The stuff that I do know, I still don't always tout myself as an expert on a topic, especially if it's something that I'm not. Do I know a little, do I know a little something about how to make a, a, a New York cheesecake? Kind of, a little bit. I'm no expert. Could I make one? Give me the directions. But at least I'm not going to go ahead and say the way that you're supposed to do it is blah and be absolutely categorically wrong. I'm not going to be that person. I don't want you to be that person. I want you to be completely separate from these people who want to say, I know a thing. Only for them to show they don't. This is episode, where is it over here? There's my button, 395. This is what billionaires should be doing. We learned from Bruce Wayne a while ago, there is such a superpower as having money. 
And for a change, we have somebody who has money, who's actually putting it to good use. In the show notes, you will see the news article that came up on social media for me about Mark Cuban, who has decided he's going to go ahead and start his own pharmacy dispensary and he's going to charge, uh, I forget what the number was. I think it was either 10 or 15% over cost for generic drugs and just sell it that way. Now, for those of you that are uh, not really sure about how some of this stuff works, uh, let me, let me just give you real quick. In the pharmaceutical industry, once you have a drug that is past whatever, uh, whatever testing to show that it's, that it works and it's safe, the food and drug administration here in the United States can grant the company that created this chemical, let's not call it a drug for a second, this specific chemical, a seven year copyright on the chemical which means they are the only ones who are allowed to sell it exclusively in this market in the United States. They're the only ones allowed to manufacture it and to sell it typically under a brand name. As a perfect example, Tylenol in the United States, otherwise known as acetaminophen as the generic name. Actually, wait a minute. Am I, do I have that one right? Tylenol is acetaminophen. I'm pretty sure this because I'm I'm now I'm I'm wondering if I'm if I'm cross contaminating with Motrin, and I forget which one is which. Eh, crap, whatever. But Motrin Motrin is ibuprofen. Ibuprofen. So. Okay. So Tylenol uh, in the UK, if I remember correctly, it's uh, paracetamol. And Stephanie, I'm sure that you're going to go ahead and uh, correct me if I'm wrong on that one. I'm pretty sure I've got that one correct. It's the name brand for, like I said, acetaminophen, which is the generic term for the chemical in question. And at this point, acetaminophen, under the brand, various brand names, has been marketed for decades. So at this point, that trademark, that that non-competing, whatever, no longer applies. So if you go into a store, you will see on the shelf Tylenol or Paracetamol, brand name at, let's just give you an example for a second, at 10 whatever, whatever monetary unit you use. But then you see the very same size container, very same number of tablets for a generic version, and it's a third the price or maybe half the price. And people will think, well, the more expensive one, the brand name one has got to be better when there actually is no difference whatsoever in the chemicals. The only difference is the price tag. And that's what Mark Cuban is starting to do. He's getting these pharmace uh, these pharmaceutical companies that are making the generic versions and saying, hey, I want to have a place for you to sell it out through. I'm going to go ahead and uh, charge 
10, 15% over whatever I can get it for from you guys. Let's set up a deal and you will have a good income stream coming in. What do you say? And you know what? I'm pretty sure there's a whole bunch of these companies that are going to be like, you know what? I'm on board and I can't blame them one bit. The insurance companies are going to like it because they have to pay less. People are going to like it because they will be able to pay less. And the people who are just like, well, I don't want the free market, the economy to be taken over all the drug pricing that I could. Otherwise, what do you mean? I'm not a capitalist anymore. What's the problem? here? So, yeah. When I saw about this news article, I, I thought that it was just a, a little bit, you know, too too good to be true. And then I looked it up and I'm like, wow, shit, this, this is actually a real thing. Well, this is a guy, like I just did a quick check on his Wikipedia page. Mm. Um, he's had his fingers in a lot of pies over his career. For a very long time, yes. And I, I seem to recall he was on a reality show for a while too, where he was just giving money away to, you know, Joe random on the street. I guess where I first heard about him. I first knew about him because of his connection with, oh my God. <laughs> I was about to say Dragon's Den, but it's not Dragon's Shark Den. Tank. It's Shark Tank, but that's yeah. not where I found out about him. I originally, oh my God, you're not going to believe this. The reason I originally knew about him was when I was working Iomega technical support because Iomega had a product called the Jazz. Oh, uh, yes. And it was specifically named because in Utah, where they were stationed, where they had their headquarters, you had the Utah Jazz basketball team and mm -hmm. who had the biggest finger that's probably a bad way of putting it. Who had the the biggest share of the Utah Jazz? Everybody say it with me now. Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. Yeah. So, yeah, like. So he's had money for a long time, is my point. Yeah, but, but the other thing about him, and one of the reasons I think he's able to do this is because he has such a diverse portfolio. Mm-hmm. Which means he can throw a half dozen eggs into a basket like this. And if it operates at a loss, let's just say, you know, for whatever reason. Okay. Like, I, I, I'm just saying like, if he like, okay, let's say he starts working with some pharmaceuticals that are very expensive, but he decides to get them out at a discount because of volume pricing. You know, let's go with. Well, because that's, price, and that's, that's most likely what's going to end up happening. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, but if he ends up operating this at a loss, it won't hurt him as badly as it would some other people who would be all in. Agreed. Like for instance, um, you look at a guy like now, again, I'm, I'm taking this very high level cause I haven't really researched this guy much. That's okay. But you look at a guy like Jeff Bezos, Mr. Okay. Amazon. Okay. Now, if for some reason, Amazon suddenly took a massive hit for whatever reason, you know, if he, if he is completely all in and has no, 
secondary mode of, of income, that's going to hurt him. True. Whereas Cuban sounds like he's very agile in how he invests, which means if one thing goes down, like if he's got 10 things, if one goes down, he's still got nine more streams coming in so he can afford to do this. He's, he's actually playing it smart business. Yep. You know, um, I, I like what he's got planned here. I'm going to read a little bit more into it moving forward. Uh, just because as somebody who's had a personal stint with some rather expensive medications in his life. Oh yeah. You know, something like this could have helped, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I see one, one of the reasons why I'm, I'm kind of sorry that Bridget can't be here tonight is the absolute price tag difference between generics and name brand drugs. Oh, not over the counter drugs at this point. So l- let me, well, I'll, I'll even, uh, I'll, I'll disagree with you on that because you go to Walmart, you check the Tylenol thing. It's, you know, let's say, okay, personal experience, went to the store looking for headache medicine. Hmm. Found the, the, the Tylenol sledgehammer to the head guaranteed to knock you out and numb the pain for eight hours. A small bottle, yeah, 23 bucks. Now you look next to it, to the, uh, the generic brand. And if you took, took the labels, looked them side by side. Yep. Okay. Both have the sledgehammer. Both will knock you out. Both will numb the pain. Yeah. It looks about exactly the same price significantly less. Like we're talking almost half price. Mm-hmm. So, so even over the counter, you do see the, uh, the benefits of, um, you know, name brand versus generic. And even one of my old drug plans that at the company I used to work at, unless your doctor specifically said it has to be brand X, the pharmacy was supposed to find its generic equivalent. Mm-hmm you know, of course, under the auspices of the fact that the generic is pound for pound, exactly the same as the name brand. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I remember, uh, the late mid, eh, mid to late eighties. I remember when there was legislation where the, the, uh, prescription pads, all had to be changed out for all the doctors for the scripts that they were writing. And what they were changing was that there was a very specific box about a third off of the bottom dead center, nice big size. And it had information on there for what the doctor was supposed to do. It said if you leave this section blank, a generic version will be substituted unless you mark in this box D-A-W for dispense as written. And you would not, uh, you would not believe how many times there were people who were just like, well, wait a minute, what did my doctor write for? And not put two and two together until they got 
the price tag for how much they had to pay for the thing. Because yeah. prescription drugs, uh, name brand prescription drugs are an incredible amount of money, an amount of cost to the customer because supposed R&D costs that they have to recoup. Well, and the thing is, if they're under patent to start with, mm -hmm. then yeah, they're going to do whatever they can to recoup those costs. You know, and they'll, they'll be able to milk that for as long as the patent exists. Mm -hmm. And the second that patent drops, well, then here comes all the generics. And unless your brand name is, uh, unless you've marketed it to be almost synonymous with what it does. Yep. The generics will take over. Like there are some people, they, they are so hardcore about this particular brand, this particular thing that. They won't trust anything else. And to be fair, there are, I don't want to get too tinfoil hatty here, but it would not surprise me if there were mechanisms in place on the part of these companies to have it marketed as such. And I think a lot yeah. of that comes like, especially you see it on TV these days, you know, it was like, buy our drug. Well, you haven't told me, so you've told me what all the side effects are, but you haven't told me what the damn thing treats. Yep. I am really sick and tired of having seen that happen over here in the States. That's, that blows my ever loving mind. I hate seeing yeah. that. Well, and you know, there's uh <laughs> there's a commercial I keep hearing on the radio every day. Cause I listen to, well, I listen to the news radio when I'm working and it's got a nice little jingle. And it talks about, you know, I'm me, I'm more than my condition. And then it gives the name of the drug. And for weeks I was like, okay, it's a nice jingle, but what the hell does it do? And then yeah. I actually had to go to the website and find out, I think it's a drug for helping treat diabetes, but it's like, I, you never would have thought that from the jingle that you heard. You didn't even hear about side effects. It was just the name. You know, blast the name, blast the name. And it, it, I think it falls on a lot of GPs, you know, your family doctors to be smart about what they're prescribing. I mean, this was, this is the idea behind a family doctor. They're supposed to know you. They're supposed to understand your situation. I'm very fortunate. Mine, he knows exactly, of course, he's been helping me out for like 20 plus years now. He knows my conditions. He knows my allergies. He knows what I do for a living. He knows you. Yeah. So he knows what I can and can't afford, you know, or, okay. Remember back when I was on the, uh, the injectable blood thinners Good a Lord, few years yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> the pharmacist I used to go to, to get that filled. Um, when I started getting these new ones, the price went up considerably. And it was just because of, I was getting this new formulation and it was more expensive. He, he, he realized that and went, you know what? He said, let me go look for something. He went in the back room and he came back. He got me a copay card from the manufacturer of the drug. 
and said, you show up with this, you get 50% off. Thankfully, three weeks after I got that dose, I was put on the, the oral ones that I'm on now. So I don't have to take the needles anymore. That's helpful. But, but it was so nice that the pharmacist was willing to come up with that. Now, I don't know how often that happens. Like if, if mine was the exception or the rule, but I, I think if more GPs and more pharmacists saw that, you know, and recognize that, you know, there are, there are ways to help people. I, I think it would make a lot of the frustration and distrust that people are having these days. And I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying their concerns are illegitimate. I think there are a lot of bad apples out there because there's money to be made. And as we all know, when it, you know, you, you, you wave that green under enough people's noses, you know, it, it quickly becomes, you know, the criminal equivalent of what would you do for a Klondike bar? Yeah. It's funny you say it that way because one of the things, okay. Um, I'm going to backtrack just a second. Um, Stephanie was mentioning, uh, thinking about the, uh, diabetics are gouged for their insulin. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Totally. And I cannot wait for some company to finally be marketing what would otherwise be a $600 injectable for, I don't know, um, 25 bucks because they can. Yeah. I can't well, wait for that day. You, you look at that. Uh, what was the name? Martin Scarelli. Oh, yeah. the, the guy who Pharma decided boy. that, you know, yeah, the, the guy who decided I'm, I'm going to jack the price of epinephrine because I can. You know, I forgot which drug it was. Uh, it, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was the EpiPen, wasn't it? I, I don't know if it, I, no, I don't think that was him. That was somebody else, but it was a, you know what? I'm not even going to, I'm, he, he jacked up some, some drug that caused a real problem. And if I remember right, it was something on the order of like 1200%. Just all of a sudden it's now $1,200, 1200% more. Why? Cause. Yeah, it a, was the, it was the EpiPen. It was, it's somebody else's yep. thing that I was thinking of then. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know but, what? Fair enough. But the thing is, but the thing is he did it because he could. Because he could. And nobody could stop him. There was no regulation to say that, no, you can't do that. And it is, it's sadly, it's the double-edged sword of a market economy mm -hmm. in that you get a bad player who can do that. Well, nothing's stopping him because up to that point, it was, for lack of a better term, a gentleman's game. It was, we have a sense of what the market will bear and we'll play to that. But then this guy said, you know what? Screw it. Uh, the insurance companies are going to cover it anyway. So let's milk them for everything they've got. But the trouble is then the insurance company has to eat that. They pass that on to the customer, which makes things even worse. And this is the problem is with the insurance companies. A lot of these pharma companies are able to get away with murder because they will get paid regardless because the insurance companies are there as the buffer. If it was a direct market between the pharmaceutical company and the consumer, that price difference would change 
dramatically. Or if the insurance companies were properly regulated, like they keep saying they should be, but then everybody, all the defendants come up with all these excuses saying, well, it was going to be that way, but then the market got thrown into turmoil because blah, 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 politics, politics, politics. So we're still waiting for it to stabilize. Well, work faster because people are losing everything to pay for something that could save their life. And yeah, sure. They're alive, but they're not living. Yeah. Instead, they're going to be into, they're going to be into Hawk for all this medication for the rest of their lives. Short as it may be. Now, what some of these people, a lot of these people will go ahead and talk about is because it is a, and I'm going to use the scare quotes for a second, free market economy. If there's nobody keeping you in check by making the product at the lower price tag, because, well, it's literally functionally identical because it's identical. It just doesn't have the same name to it. You know, people end up getting drilled into believing that the name brand is the piece and nothing else will satisfy. Yeah. The reason why it's up up to marketing. Yeah. And part of the reason why that marketing thing is a big old pain in the ass. And I've talked about this before. One of the guys I used to work with, his brother was a marketing rep for Eli Lilly. Again, this was end of the eighties, but still... And it was his job to go to doctor's offices, speak to doctors, give them swag, promo stuff, samples to give to customers so that the customers, meaning the patients, would know about the name brand product and go and specifically request for that. Remember that DAW I was talking about before? For exactly that reason. Yeah. Well, my, my doctor actually got caught in one of those mm. years ago. A lot of uh, doctors with, did. And some of them didn't yeah. even realize that, you know, how unscrupulous it really was. I'd like to see these medications. Um, I'd like to see with the price tag, I'd like to see the company's profit margins. Uh, well, um, they tend to be, uh, large, just how large I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. But, um, uh, like I said, the one company that, uh, that, that guy worked for was Eli Lilly and they've got, uh, they've, they've got a, they've got a, a large portfolio of drugs and money and money for drug PR. I don't know how. Yeah, but that's still, they've got money for that kind of thing, but how much money is left over? When we talk about profit, um, well, profit in general is taking more from the economy than you put in. Yeah. Okay. Basically, these guys are just draining the economy. Well, it gets even worse than that. Because the absolute ex- exorbitant amounts of it 
that gets transferred to people who are in positions of board of directors and such, where they have $20 million bonuses for sales promotions that met their targets and big deal. Yeah, Why? What? Who, who decides to pay them that? The board like, of directors. The shareholders. Well, and the shareholders too get, no doubt get, you know, some nice big dividend checks at the end of the fiscal year. Mm. And as long as you keep them happy, they keep the investment money flowing. And as long as the investment money's flowing, that means they've got, you know, money to, to operate. And who ends up holding most of those shares yet again, back to the board of directors. Yeah. Mm. It's slimy, but unfortunately it's not illegal. I believe the expression that some would use is it, uh, is a self licking ice cream cone. Yeah, pretty much. Jeez. But yeah, so like one of the, um, so years ago, my doctor asked if I was, if I'd be willing to try a new blood pressure medication. It was a slightly different formulation than what I was taking. What I was taking was doing the job, but eh, it could be better. Okay. So he asked me if I was interested. I said, sure. And it wasn't going to cost me any different because my drug plan covered it. Um, and I got a free blood pressure monitor out of it. So that, that's your swag thing right there. Okay. Yeah. Worked fine for many years. Um, and I think it was just after my little hospital stint back in 17. Uh, my doctor pulled me aside and said, yeah, uh, that drug is being pulled. Because later long-term testing found it to be uh, potentially carcinogenic. So at least, okay, he got approached, he got the promo stuff. You know, he asked me if I was willing to try it. I tried it, but then when they found out it was bad stuff, they pulled it. There was no more of this. No, no, no we're not, we're just not going to talk about that. Just, just keep going, keep going, keep going. They didn't. They just said, nope, we're done. Bye-bye. Yeah. And th the biggest question mark to me is what was the level for we think this might be carcinogenic where they just said, yeah, we'll just stop because I mean, we, we know full well mitigating risk is in, in medicine. It's all about the mitigation of the risk because yeah. the far side of that mitigation is you do nothing. The other far side, the opposite far side is, wow, shit. You know what? We sure have probably done something a little bit different while it was still above the dirt. You know, there, there's this wide, fine line of this looks good so far. And maybe it's just squeaked over a little bit, but there, there's no way of really knowing that. But the point is they, it was doing differently. It was doing well until they went ahead and said, uh, long-term th th things aren't looking so hot. Yeah. And so you know what? That's where, where do the. Yeah, but but the thing is, this could have, this very well could have been data they couldn't have gotten until, until exactly right. Yeah, and you see, that's the thing when it comes to clinical trials. Like, for instance, now don't quote me on this one directly, but I did hear. So this is totally anecdotal. The, the 
Tweedledee and Tweedledum of the vaccines right now, Pfizer and Moderna. Okay. Okay. So one of the biggest things is that, oh, it's not tested. It's not properly tested. Okay. Just, just hold on. No, hold on. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. B- before you roll your eyes, turn off the mic and say, oh God, what's this son of a bitch talking about again? I don't do that. If I'm going to do anything, I'm going to turn on the voice of God and then I'll go ahead and I'll roll my eyes. At any rate. <laughs> While there was the emergency dispensation to get this thing out there because they knew it was doing something, Mm -hmm. it apparently is still undergoing standard clinical trials in the background. So it is still following its protocol. Mm -hmm. And allegedly that protocol is going to be completed next year. So at that point, if they say, well, it's untested, well, actually, no, we got the receipts to show that it did go through all the protocols. Now, that being said, so your clinical trials are short-term. You know, they can project things, you know, on the numbers and everything to see its effectiveness versus its risk. But past that, like this blood pressure drug, it's been in circulation, it had been in circulation for about a decade. So a good seven years past the clinical trial mm-hmm. when this data showed up, which means, yeah, there, there's still the potential for something to happen down the line, but do you, do you hold off and continue to test and keep it in limbo for all that time if in the short term everything is showing to be positive? Like, again, I don't know, I, I don't know what, what they saw because, you know, I, I, I couldn't give you the numbers, but if they, they must still be monitoring it all, they must be monitoring all drugs for for checking for these side effects. And imagine these days in the age of litigation, you know, everything is under scrutiny these days. Yeah. And for the worldwide disease thing. Yeah. Keeping track of this is absolutely going to be going on for exactly the reason that it did come on quickly. And there wasn't a lot of time, hold on, for the testing that was done, but the testing was done because there wasn't a lot of time. They basically just compressed the timetables that they had. So is it safe? So far, looks like it, yeah. For now, yeah. Is it effective? Uh, well, let's see. Uh, let's take a look at the hospital beds that we got over here. One, two, three, uh, yeah, yeah, by an order of magnitude. Let's go with that. Yeah. What's the long term? Uh, we're two, we, we're two years into this, man. We, we don't exactly have decade-long stuff the eye of agamotto has already been destroyed sorry there's nothing we can do about it (laughs) and and of course that's where a lot of the the other stuff is coming from is the you know you you see the tweets you see the the posts everywhere that oh it causes this it causes that it's like where are your receipts and if you're going to tell me that it's from you know stimpy mcchuckle nuts on facebook who apparently is a doctor a podiatrist, um, or, you know, at I'm really a doctor one, two, three on Twitter. If those are your sources, I'm sorry. 
I have to play the skeptic card a little bit there because these guys don't strike me as credible, especially if at I'm a doctor one, two, three is also the author of, you know, one of those dietary secrets they don't want you to know about. I have actually seen those audiobooks yeah. and yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like I, I thought the Deepak Chopra stuff was bad. Oh, it is. Th this, this stuff is weapons grade cringe. I swear. Yeah, I believe you. I believe you. Which is part of the reason why. Actually, it's got nothing to do with it. My 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 drink of choice, by the way, tonight is uh, orange juice with extra um, sunlight added to it. You know that that calcium mm. thing. Because I don't get out often. I don't get out nearly often enough. Anyway, but yeah, it's um. So I like, I, I like what Mark's doing here. Yes. The idea has been way too long waiting to have happen. And this is a, this is a prime opportunity. Believe it or not. Think about this for a second. This is a prime opportunity for this pharmaceutical house to suddenly become the union representative for any and all independent generic drug manufacturers. Yeah. This is, this is, this is a great opportunity for like all these independent contractors to basically go, Hey, um, I'm on the stage again. Yeah. And again, like I said, as patents roll off and the generics come up, if Mark can give this as a market to those guys, mm -hmm. yeah, they, they can compete on, on a level. Do I think it will hurt, you know, the, the major pharmaceutical industry right now? No, I don't think it will. Because again, they're roll, what they're rolling on a 10 year profit model for every one of their patents. And in the, in, in the short term, Mark's pharmacy could, will be an annoyance to start with, but as it starts to gain momentum, like I said, as those patents roll off and suddenly, you know, <laughs> uh, big brand arthritis medication for $50 a tablet is suddenly now available at, you know, cubancigarpharmacy.com. <laughs> Mark, if you want it, let's talk, <laughs> you know, um, get the idea. Yeah. But, but suddenly, you know, th that generic version of it is now available for like two bucks a dose or even less. Yeah. Uh, Felix has got a question. How hmm? many years are drugs allowed to be copyrighted from what I remember? And again, this is going back a long time. I'm almost twice 39 years old now. Uh, what I remembered it as was seven years. However, there are, I believe the expression that we're looking for here is um, slimy ways of extending that. Well... By According to changing uh, the formulation a little bit and then just, oh, it's just an updated version of it. It's still the same thing. Huh? It's all good. 
Yeah. Well, according to upcouncil.com, which I just went to, and I'll, I'll put the link in down later. Sure. Uh, to quote them, how long does a drug patent last? Uh, they're good for 20 years after the drug's invention. Okay. Now, in most cases, this time frame is halved to 10 years after testing finally brings the drug to the marketplace. Okay. Uh, patents are typically awarded within a few years after the patent application submission. Uh, yeah, a common misconception is that the patent only begins uh, after the drug hits the market. However, the patent protects against copycat drugs from competitors in the pharmaceutical industry even before a drug is available for public use. So basically, if Pfizer comes up with, you know, uh, a new thing with its secret blend of 11 herbs and spices <laughs> and generic drug company decides they want to do the same thing, they can't mm. at the start, but they can hold on to it until the patent expires, then come out with the Kentucky Fried Drug, uh, their version of the Kentucky Fried Drug. Well, the, the independents and generics wouldn't be doing the R&D they'd be manufacturing product after, uh, after the expiration, because hey. at that point they've, they've got the, the instruction manual yeah. and every, well, at that point, everybody's got the instruction manual. Yeah. Well, call me crazy, but I, I think I'd want to do a little bit of my own vetting before I just, you know, turned on the taps and said, start producing. Well, after theoretically 10 years, I mean, you'd, you'd expect that the drug has shown its longevity at that point. Yeah. But it's not like, you know, you can go buy it and then deconstruct it in the lab and, you know, expect to come up with a perfect duplicate. There's. Oh, no, no, no. They've, you, got, you don't, yeah, they've got their own ways of doing it. No, no, you, you don't do that. Once the, once the patent is expired, the patent is now open and available for everyone else to look at. And once yeah, they see what the chemical is, the chemical makeup, it's a relatively, relatively simple product, uh, project to reconstruct the chemical and put it into a, a tablet in a giant, um, swimming pool. There's a, there's a, there's a joke there for people that like oh. to dilute their, uh, <laughs> anyway. But yeah, to, to answer Felix's question. Okay. So you know what? I on, had, on, I had it wrong. Yeah. So on average, uh, you're looking at about 10 years, mm. uh, 10 years after a drug hits, hits the market to when it can be duplicated and generified. And yeah, there are slimy people out there who will try to, you know, make that tweak to maybe make it different, but still protected under the patent. Yep. And the sad thing is if, if Mark's idea takes off and other investors who are willing to get into it are going to start doing the same thing. This is going to turn into like the record industry or the video industry back in the days when MP3s and, you know, MP4s started coming out is that they are going to find a way to fight to maintain their share of the pie. Be it through chemical means or through they'll, they'll try to find some kind of injunction or something. But the thing is the generic drug industry is already there. It's established. The only problem with it is just, it doesn't have, it doesn't have a marketplace it, from the sounds of it. It, it, it both does and 
doesn't. Generous can be found on shelves for over-the-counter stuff, like, everywhere. We've we've seen that yeah. all over the world. No big thing. For the stuff behind the counter, for actual script stuff, um, again, you kind of have to play it a little bit by ear sometimes. And again, if the PR is strong with these reps, you know, the doctors will write for the name brand instead of the generic or maybe again the stuff on the tv has been good enough where the the patient says no i want the name brand i don't care that it's going to cost me extra for my copay i just want the name brand because damn it i want the best like you're driving yeah. around in a in a buick instead of a hyundai do they even still make yeah. hyundai's Oh yeah, they did. Oh yeah. yeah. What what was that? The Yugo. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, they again, it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. I hope it takes off. You and me both. I hope the website that you get this stuff from is filled with white papers to show that pound for pound, name brand versus generic brand are identical. Like, show me the, the equivalent of the MSDS for these things. Show me that brand A has these ingredients and generic brand has the same ingredients. As proof. No, I got you. I got you. Um, wouldn't that be testable by some outside watchdog? Oh, uh, Absolutely. Uh, here in yeah. the, uh, here in the States, it would be, uh, again, uh, the food and drug administration who would be yeah. checking that out. Uh, but I, 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 I have a, th I have a thing when I was working at the pharmacy, because I was also taking chemistry at the time, I would get the package inserts from the behind the counter drugs because they would, they would put an actual, uh, in paper insert in there with the stuff where you could actually read everything about the damn drug. Yeah. So, and it was, it was a very folded up thing, but it also had the organic chemistry stuff on, on the dr drug. Okay. Yes. Or organic chemistry. I, I know I I've probably triggered some people. I, I, and, and make, made you very, very sad right now. I'm, I'm terribly, terribly sorry. I feel your pain even 24, a lot of years later, but, and, and here's the thing for the behind the scenes prescription drugs, I was able to get stuff like that for. When have you ever seen exactly those for the over-the-counter stuff? The answer is we don't, except for the outsides of the box that say, what are the active ingredients? What's your dosage? Yeah. Now, should there be something similar so that people can actually see this? Well, I, I mean, you're, you're getting a drug. You should be getting that for either name brand or generic, because I mean, you're putting additional chemicals in your body that are going to be affecting how your body operates. You should yeah. at least have some of this. Yeah. But most but of the time you don't get those. 
Yeah, but what I'm saying is th- th- this is a way for people to get that extra measure of peace of mind. Sure. So the way I see this working is, okay, you go to the doctor, you need a prescription. He writes you out a prescription for uh, heart medication. Okay, you take a look at it and you realize that, okay, this heart medication is going to cost me out of pocket, it's going to cost me $300 and that's, that's with my copay because my copay is crap. So, so they go to the cubansite.com, whatever you, whatever he calls it and says, okay, you know, input the, input the DIN of the drug you've been prescribed, which is the, the it's, it's the ID number. It's on all prescriptions. Okay. So he fires it in. Da, 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 da. Okay. Here's the equivalent. Here's the generic equivalent. So instead of paying $300 with copay, it's now 10 bucks without copay. So for some people, alarm bell goes off. Why is this so cheap? Can, can I get this vetted? So they click and then they get the side-by-side comparison of what the $300 medication has in it versus what the generic one has in it. So that they can see pound for pound, they're identical. And that you are in fact just paying for a name. That, that's all I'm getting at. Oh, I got you. Yeah, I totally get you. Um, I'm sorry. I was, uh, I was trying to remember the name of one drug in particular that uh, got prescribed a lot back in the day. And I was trying to remember what the hell it was. All I remembered was it was, I, I, I remembered it being known as Lasix, but I go searching for that name and it comes up with eye surgery and I'm no, no, that that's not it. Okay. <laughs> l- l- let's try that. Uh, Lasix, uh, yeah. water pill. Oh, you mean ferrosamide? Sure. I know about that. Thank you. Wikipedia. God. But uh, again, it, it's it's another one of these things where it's just like Jesus. I, I actually remember this stuff. I'm actually mm-hmm. surprised. My bosses would probably be kind of impressed. I think. But um, it's good to know when these products go on the market that they have actually been vetted and tested and pass certain rigors the stuff that is well the the stuff that has been proven time and time and time again to pass those typically do not end up in the holistic section of the drug stores that have such a section mm. And I'm I'm very upset because earlier tonight, um, before I took Tiny Trouble back to college, we stopped over at Wigman's to get some stuff. And as we're going through this section that we first get there, which is the pharmacy, I saw up on up on the upper shelves, they have ear candles to sell. I'm a ear very, candles. Uh huh. Yeah. For what? The idea with ear candles is that, uh, oh, that's right. You've got video so you can see this. 
The candle is, um, it's a, it's a little bit longer than a, you know, a pencil, I guess is probably the way to describe it. And the idea is that you, uh, you take the end of the candle, you push it to the, just inside the ear canal, you light the top of it, and supposedly the heat draws the air up through the center and pulling bad juju out of your ear and up into the candle. And as the candle is burning, you will start to see it smoke more and more with dark colored stuff that's being burned that's coming out of your ear. Can It's all bullshit anyway. It did. It, it, it's it's so it's. Wrong. So it, it, it's not pulling earwax, just bad juju. It's supposed to be earwax, but we know for well that that's not. It, it's not an ear candle that's not making a, a candle out of earwax? No, fortunately. <laughs> Didn't they do that on Mythbusters? Oh my god, they did do that on Mythbusters. Don't go, folks, please don't go looking that one up. Don't go looking that one up. On, on I, I know it's out there on YouTube somewhere. Don't. Mm-mm. Don't. Trust me. Trust me on this one. There are a lot of times we'll tell you to go investigate for yourself. Don't. Mm -mm. Don't. Mm -mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's bad. Anyway, so, yeah, these, these companies that have been producing these generic drugs for a long time anyway, the idea that they're going to be on a national market, I don't know international just yet but definitely a national market has got a couple of things going on for it. That's also going to be uh, a bit of a thing. Uh, item one, I don't know if it's going to be an international market. Like I said, there was a lot, there was a lot of hissing and spitting on my side of the border when people were shopping for their drugs across the border into Canada because the prices were, I believe the expression is palatable that way. Well, and some of the other hoops you got to jump through to get stuff in the States. Yeah. Again, speaking from experience, I needed some allergy meds because Washington state is full of green. I love it. My nose didn't. So I stopped at a target on my way down to a convention. And I needed some allergy meds and I had to show a driver's license and damn near had to go get my passport. Yeah. Because the allergy med I was looking at is apparently an ingredient used in crystal meth. And I just wanted to look at the lady and say, how much hair do I have on my head? How do my teeth look? Is my skin of a nice color? Do I look like a meth user, you individual? Does he look like a bitch? I can't help. I'm sorry. I'm totally sorry about that. Yeah. But the, yeah, no, uh, you're right. And, and that, that was something that was really, really unfortunate. Um, what, no, wait a second. I'm trying to remember. Was that Actifed? Sudafed. Sudafed in particular. Yeah, but I was actually, but the one I was looking at was, uh, it was a, an Aleve drug. Uh, Yeah. Because but if I remember right, it's got some of the same, uh, some yeah, of the same it was on, it was on the shit list too. Yeah. And one time I actually did get some Sudafed and this was from a uh, small town, about an hour outside of Pittsburgh, uh, where we had a mutual friend living for a while. Mm. 
And I had to write down, they, they actually had a sheet of paper of people who purchased this stuff. I had to put down my name, my address, my phone number, where I was from, and then show my driver's license again. And the guy says, well, you're from Canada. I'm like, yeah, well, you can't get this. You can't get this in Canada. Yeah, I can get it in Canada, but I'm not there now. I'm not leaving for another week. And currently I'm dripping stuff out of my nose that is making things very uncomfortable for me mm-hmm. and for the person I'm with. So really like, but up here, I need that kind of stuff. I just get it. I don't have to go through the, the, this whole rigmarole of doing everything short of a urine test just to get a freaking headache medication. You know, and so I can understand why people would be coming North to purchase this kind of stuff because prices aside, at least you're also not being asked to supply a freaking DNA test to get some cold medicine. Yeah. As a, as an aside to all that, one of the items that uh, my friends had to do a couple of times, because again, the price difference and how much easier it was to get was to be able to get, um, stuff for their cat specifically insulin for their cat because a fabulously cheaper and b fabulously easier to get damned i i I don't remember if it was like over the counter or basically just you have to ask for it over the counter Uh, i i forget exactly what the thing of it was but it was such a such a massive difference but part of the thing that made it uh all kinds of yelly screamy on this side was well if you're buying it if you're if you're mail ordering it from canada how do you know that this is the correct drug and is actually a properly vetted concoction in other words how do you know that canada has actually done their due diligence to make sure that the chemical that's being sold is actually the chemical being sold because we can't trust them to do their own legwork wow wait wait (laughs) because this gets better one of the arguments that came back was sir 90 percent of these drugs that we're talking about were originally made here in the U.S. and shipped, sold to Canada and are now being sold and shipped to American citizens in American counties. Yeah, but how do we know that they didn't do their legwork to make sure the product was good? I, you know... You you can't throw your arms up in frustration at a Senate hearing, but my God, if some of these people could, they would have. Honest, just uh, blew my mind. Yeah, I followed some of this stuff because it was it was pissing me off. Even though I didn't have a direct uh, dog in this race, horse in this race, whatever dog in this fight. Uh, I, I, I didn't know what the hell to think about all this stuff. It just became a, a car crash that you just couldn't look away from. That was just in bionic motion, slow motion mode, you know? 
That is just, yeah, it's amusing. Yeah. So the, the one piece that I can see that could be a big pain in the ass is if this is sold as if it were a clearinghouse for the drugs, uh, for, for the prescriptions, I do remember that there were some companies that were set up to do exactly this, where they would, if you were to get a, uh, a script for what, whatever the drug was that normally it would be dispensed as 100, give you an idea as to how far back this goes capsules. Remember back mm-hmm. when, when we still had capsules, you know, before people mm-hmm. died from Tylenol poisoning, cause whatever, but the, there were a couple of mail order companies that set up so that they could sell a bulk rate of maybe not necessarily a hundred capsules or more like whatever it was that was sold, you know, to, to the dispensaries where it would be maybe 250. You'd get a discount because bulk purchase, but then it was from a warehouse sent through whatever, whatever shipping group, and then went to the customer where it might sit in climate controlled or not climate controlled until it got to them. So how do we know that we can trust that the product is still in its spec from going from, you know, a warehouse at 12 Celsius to outside the middle of, you know, 35 degree heat wave suddenly. How do we know that everything's still fine and okay? We have to protect the customers, don't you know? Yeah. And this is why I hope that this guy, I hope he does his homework on this. Mm-hmm. I think he has I hope so he's, far. Like, I hope he's got a team of lawyers, researchers, and other people to help him get this off the ground. Because it's it, it's a good idea. Oh, it's already off the ground. It's already an operation. Oh, oh even better. Yeah. So, yeah. I haven't had the opportunity of going through to see all of the... Uh, all the drugs because I, I didn't I didn't get that opportunity as yet and uh, I'm not sure that I would remember any of them anymore but I'm sure I could look them up I mean that's what we've got Wikipedia for isn't it <laughs> I'm gonna go with that but you know the fact that it's the fact that it's starting you know this is I think this is ultimately a good thing I mean, if the market doesn't want to go ahead and regulate its own damn self because they don't want to and they never want to. Okay. You know what? Fine. Let's just bring somebody into the, uh, into the fray. That's actually got enough money to go head to head against everybody and shake up everything. Yeah. Sounds like a good time to me. Well, I just found the site. It's called costplusdrugs.com. Yep. And. And of course, he's got he's got a couple of big ones right at the front, um, like for instance, uh, God if Joey was here, <laughs> Schlegelhoff and Fu, I ain't saying that, but uh, fluoxetine, which is a generic for Prozac, okay, 
so Prozac is about twenty two ninety four a dose. This is coming out at three ninety a dose. Ten percent the cost. So how does it work? You find your medication. So, like I said, you get the DIN. You get the the doctor sends the prescription to Cost Plus Drugs, and then they fulfill it. So it's, th there is still a doctor involved. As there should be. As there should be. Where's the, so where's the bad link in the chain? I think it's there because again, if you get that doctor that is suddenly, you know, Hey, we'll pay you X amount if you prescribe this to your patients and suddenly smart patient comes up and says, yeah, send this prescription to these guys. You're like, well, no, because, you know, you should go to your local pharmacy translation. I don't get paid if I go through these guys. Yeah. Of course, end result, end result is doctor loses that patient because, you know, there's only so many times the patient's willing to be ripped off, I think, before they realize they're being ripped off. Um, Another piece of it is, and, and this is one of those things where it's like, well, Ooh, crap. Didn't really think about that. I know for well that there is the good possibility of local pharmacies being impacted by this. I get that. I do sincerely hope that there is a way for local pharmacies to work in conjunction with. I don't know if it's real possible to do that, but uh, God, that would be really nice. Actually, Bring the whole thing to go. Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna. Oh, actually, me. Okay. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm gonna. Oh, actually, you. Okay. Okay. My doctor can fax a pharmacy. You know, th thanks to the you know unspecified virus of unknown origin, right? That we've been dealing with for the past couple of years. I've just been talking with my doctor over the phone. He knows my prescriptions. He knows when I need refills, and he just faxes it to my pharmacy, and I go get it. So what these guys could do is, okay, so the prescription goes to cost plus, they see what's there. They could from there farm it out to a local pharmacy to say, Hey, Joe Blow is going to be coming next week expecting this. This is what you will charge him. Any questions? No, good. Go for it. So. I think there's a possibility there that they could be, they, they could outsource. Maybe they're already doing it. I don't know. That would be really cool. It'd take a little bit of, uh, the old eighties term for it was networking. I don't know if anybody still uses that expression anymore, but you know, that's maybe there's a way of making that work. Well, I That'd mean, still be really cool, but a lot of pharmacies are a part of networks right now. This is true. So these guys just have to create their own network, you know, so your, your local Wegmans pharmacy, maybe they become part of the cost plus network and therefore can be considered a dispensary working in cost plus name. That just, would be just thinking, you know? That would be interesting. I can't wait to see how this plays out over the next 
well, I don't, I don't know how much longer we're going to stay on the air. Uh, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll, 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 we'll go with another seven years <sighs> and, and we'll kind of play it by ear from yeah. there. Well, you know, I, um, I know last night I, I said cynically, you know, like I, I'm waiting for somebody to come up with a thing that's going to assassinate this guy's character. Mm. But, but if you read his Wikipedia page, <laughs> he's taken more than his share of lumps in the past. And he may not have come out of it perfectly squeaky clean, but he's still come out of it. So while I don't think he's completely bulletproof in a social sense, I think he's tougher than most people would expect. Yeah. And if this takes off, if this gets the kind of, um, the kind of attention it should get. I, yeah, I would love to see, I'd love to see more people that have his ability because it, it takes more than money to do something like this. Like it, th True. this guy, he's, he's probably looked at this from all the angles and if anything, a wise investor would be, it'd be a good idea for them to try to hitch onto this and see where it goes. I think he's onto something. I can't wait to see how it plays out. Joseph, I mean, I'd, I'd love, oh, sorry. Yeah. Joseph, I was going to say, uh, I've, I'm hearing your, your microphone coming in, into play a couple of times. I'm kind of wondering if there was something that you were looking to drop in here at this point. Mm -hmm. Well, I've got one of my colleagues in the, uh, yeah, I see that in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hello, Johan. Hello. Was oh, that who that is? Okay. <laughs> yep. Uh, I was like, uh, okay, it's for an ear birthday cake. I'm like, okay, is this another going to be one of the yeah, one of I these was, guys we go bye-bye to? <laughs> yeah. Please forgive us. You you probably saw earlier there was somebody who, uh, Tyler, who who put a, a very noticeable item in, in the chat at the time, very typical of somebody that's looking to just get away with spamming us with a whole bunch of stuff. So wasn't quite sure where you were, but I give the benefit of the doubt. So yeah, the idea of the, um, the ear birthday cake candle that I, okay. A that's really disgusting, but B that was really damn funny. I want you to know, I thought that was really damn funny. That was very creative. Well done. Don't ever put that idea in my brain again, though. That's bad. Until next week. Don't know. No. <laughs> No. But why was this comment deleted? Oh, the, the, oh, the one from Tyler. Tyler. Was, that, yeah. that, okay. Every once in a while, there will be somebody who will show up and they will put in a very specifically formed, very badly formed something, which has got some weird uppercase, lowercase, stupid punctuation and a combination of letters that does not spell anything really. And yeah. it's a preface to finding out, is anybody actually um, modding the live chat so that they can start to spam a whole bunch of links or, uh, you know, uh, conspiracy theory talking points and and just, just to try to see if they can get away with putting stuff in there. <clears throat> Somebody you needed to vomit. Yeah. Now, see, the thing if it is, it's a double-edged sword. Do I 
give them the opportunity of sticking around and adding one more viewer to the show? Or do I lock them down now and not even have to deal with, you know, locking out a whole bunch of other stuff and, and playing heavy duty mod with the ban hammer like crazy. So I, I just get rid of them early and just be done with it. It's never fun. Don't, don't feed the troll. Exactly. Exactly. I try very hard not to feed the trolls. I make it a point of just banhammering them and be done with it. Thank goodness this isn't a call-in show. No, no, it's not. I've considered trying to find a way of making that happen, but uh, no. Yeah, call screeners are essential. Yep. I think we have the stuff. Yeah, yeah, there is that. Yeah, okay, if we ever get that big, great, but uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, would that would prove to be an interesting time. I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. Well, for a number of reasons, not the least of which is I don't really want to be bothered with some of these people. Yeah. I don't no, want to I mean, end up yelling uh, at the end of the night. I've seen some of these live streamers. They actually have like three and four mods watching the chat mm. in their, in the thing. Mind you, their chat is going like a mile a minute in many cases. Agreed. And they, they also get super chats that, you know, end up netting them, you know, a couple of thousand a night. God, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Why? So that I could pay Dallin an actual salary for doing the shit that he does for us. Well, just oh. imagine, imagine Joseph doing a, a five hour live stream mm. and taking home as much money in that night as some people make in a month and then doing that one night a week. You know, even between, wow. even, even between three and four of us, that would still be a pretty good chunk of change. Ooh, I don't know at all how that works. Well, well it, it's easy. I'll start. Let me just show you my cleavage and we'll just see how this plays out from here. Oh, trust me. The live streamers I've watched, you don't want to see that cleavage. You, you, oh. you don't want to see anything but their faces. And even in some cases, you don't even want to see that. Yeah. And I haven't, but, I haven't shaved my chest recently, so it's probably not even there. Okay. That's a visual I really didn't need. Oh, yeah. well, I said my chest, not oh. my back. Don't worry about, well, it's actually my shoulder. I'm um, just a slight note. Yes. Um, we forgot, completely forgot the horrible scopes. We did too. We did. Oh my God. Because I was so paranoid about everything getting started. I completely <laughs> forgotten about that because <laughs> thank you. You know what? We're near the end of the show. How about we just go ahead and we do that and we close with that because why the hell not? Yeah. Why not? Thank you. Oh my God. I can't believe I completely, uh, holy smokes. Thank you. Well, you're, you're welcome. Wow. I can't. I, I'm actually, I'm actually alert this morning. Man, you'd, you'd think I was so, I was so scared because I thought I wasn't going to have every, anybody else be talking with me that I was going to have to go through it. I come. Wow. I can't believe I absolutely lost that. Hey, shit happens. Or in this case, didn't. And thanks to you. So oh, now it's going to happen. And now, now it's going to happen. <laughs> All right. Well, the, uh, the horrible scope link is at the very top of our chat. If you need it. Uh, oh, you've already got it on there. 
All right. So let's do this then. So we're going to close with the horrible scopes. And that's going to be the it for the night because, oh my God, apparently this is a shit show. I don't know what happened. Well, actually, a lot of it was because tonight was relatively a good news show. That's, that is, that is kind of part of it. it. it it's, this is not something we, we normally do. Like a, a lot of stuff we do is pretty black pill these days, you know, but, oh, this sucks. That sucks. This politician did this. That politician did that. This guy did this. That guy did that. Yeah. We but got today. A, we've actually got a piece of, oh my God, somebody's being human. Being nice. Uh, and, and, um, yeah, the possibility of Reef getting out of prison. God, you know what? You're right. This is a really weird one for us. The fuck happened suddenly? Hey, I'll take I'll take you're, more you're of these. Right. You're right. Well, you know, we, we got enough stuff to be pissed off about right nowadays. It would be nice to have something to maybe have us remember that there actually are still good people in the world. And that they should be outnumbering all the bad people in the world, but that's just me. I well, they actually do, but just bad people are noisier. We can, we all get the grease. There is that. So here's how we're going to end it tonight. Everybody who's made it. Thank you very much. It's time for the horrible scopes. If you know what your astrological signs are cool. Those of you that don't just make it up as you go along as an aside, because I did not plan ahead. All of you that are planning on enjoying International Chocolate Appreciation Day, please remember, it's not. It's Jack Benny's birthday again. You're welcome, America. You're welcome. Aries, the long-standing truism in entertainment is never work with children or animals. The reason is they're both going to act honestly Always, which could include using the bathroom. Pay attention to how they treat you and change how you behave towards others. Mm -hmm. Taurus. Okay, we've been bribed to, and I quote, do your worst. You asked for it. Your mama is like HBO's The Wire. I'd like to spend a lot of time with her and then for the coming years, say positive things about her to everyone I meet because your dad's dead. <laughs> hey, Hey, back off everybody. They asked for it. It's true. It's true. They did. Gemini. <clears throat> Another bribe, but to be naughty. Okay. Well, here we go. You know, all those children's chewable vitamins you've been eating recently. Showing off to everyone that, that you can swallow them without a drink is impressive. But do you have to point out that it's specifically Dino? D-I-N-O? Mm -hmm. What the hell's that? Uh, okay. Oh. What's with you and those dinos anyway? You're making us wonder about you. Yeah. What is dino? Dino. From Dino. the Flintstones. The, the Flintstones? Yeah. Oh, Okay. That's yeah, uh, those chewable, chewable vitamins. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Kenza yeah. Moonchild. Kenza Moonchild. Look, and I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of maths involved in this one. Your car needs about 600 amps to crank and start. 
all in one battery unit. If you really want to wire up a DIY battery pack in your trunk, that's going to be a minimum of 2,400 AAA batteries bundled into 240 rows of 10 batteries at a minimum cost, minimum of $900. That does not include the wiring, the time involved, the extra weight in the trunk, give or take about 60 pounds, and that it would only work once. Maybe. Just buy a new battery for about $200 and be done with it. Yeah. You see, life hacks have a time and a place. Yeah. Yeah, they do. This oh. is not one of them. 600. God, I'm just trying to imagine 600 amps coursing through a whole shit storm of AAA batteries. I would love to watch that happen. You know, the next time I go to Costco, just for fun, because it'll probably be around, well, oh wait. Yeah, it won't be around Christmas time anytime soon, but next time I go, I am going to go take a trip down the battery aisle mm -hmm. and I'm going to snap a couple of pictures of just some of the packages of batteries they have these days. Oh yeah, I know. It, it, it's like, you know, for, for $29.99, you can get, you know, 250 AA batteries. Oh Dude, I, I was already, like, I was already doing what, the numbers for uh, yeah, 48 but packs it's like, from BJ's. Yeah, but it's like, what's the lifespan of each of those batteries? Like five seconds? No. Well, you know, for, for twenty for twenty four bucks, you can buy eight Duracells, and you're good for the next five years. No, the, these things these things would would live. Uh, the the ones I was looking at would live for about uh, five years of shelf life, if I remember right. Uh, as a minimum, but uh, being used in this capacity to try to start a car, assuming none of them exploded, and that's a very large, very large assumption. Um, yeah, five seconds worth of time uh, of of useful lifetime out of it would be about right. Yeah, for for anybody that knows anything about Warhammer 40k, I just keep thinking of Psykers and the Golden Throne. <laughs> and if you know what I'm talking about, you're my kind of people. <laughs> you're also sick in the head. Anyways, moving on to Leo. That wool blanket you got from the Army Navy Surplus store is only slightly more comfortable than a Brillo pad, but it'll keep you warm like nothing else. So, are you going to sweat through the night using it? or half freeze covering only part of your body with it. Virgo, you still want to try out Guitar Hero, <coughs> excuse me, you still want to try out Guitar Hero or Rock Band, but can't find the game or controller? How's free sound? Look for a game called Frets on Fire and invest in a wireless keyboard. You're welcome. It's actually a pretty good game. Once you get used to using your um, your wireless keyboard as a keytar, basically. Just trust me on that one. Libra. Okay, so maybe using zip ties on your car tires wasn't the best idea in the world. But you've now learned a valuable skill. Not doing things random people on the internet tell you to do. And it'll only cost you $50. But for another 20, we'll explain how you can keep yourself from being scammed again. 
Just saying. Yeah. The, the money-making secret they don't want you to know about. Well, actually, the money-making secret we don't want you to know about. Yeah, exactly. Scorpio. You used to love playing guitar. So it's about time you get back into that as a hobby. The thrift stores are a good place to start, but be careful what you buy. Remember, there's a difference between a student-sized guitar and a mandolin. If you can't tell the difference, buy a kazoo instead. Sagittarius. <laughs> Pinstripe suits are coming back into vogue this spring, so plan on updating your wardrobe. With a little work, you can make your own. And remember to make sure all the pinstriping is 90 degrees vertical, not 87 degrees. <laughs> that would trigger me. Uh, you, want to be <laughs> you want to be memorable at a job interview, but not for that reason. That was exactly the point. <laughs> that was exactly the point. As an aside, by the way, while I was going through the mall, I actually stopped in a formal, uh, uh, a formal suit shop and asked the young gentleman in there about the possibility of if one of these days I got it, I decided to put it in my bucket list of getting a proper three piece classic 1940s suit for myself. And the guy's just like, well, yes and no. Yes, we can actually do that because we do get these suits every once in a while, but not right now because it's the wrong time of the season for it. And I'm just like, you're kidding me. I could actually do this. Like, sure, yeah. And you know, once we once we got you fitted out, we do all the we do all the alterations here in the store, you know, two days later, you're all set. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> he said the only thing that they don't have over there, and I didn't ask about shoes, the only thing he didn't have over there were hats. So a mm. proper fedora, yes. A fedora, not a fucking trilby, because I'm not going to wear a goddamn trilby. Yeah. And call it a fedora. Yeah. Although, uh, you know, the idea of wearing a bowler kind of appeals to me just for the, just for the cute factor, just so that I could, I could, um, have fun mimicking, uh, Uncle Kage, but that's, that's, that's another I thing for another night. I think you'd look good in that, actually. I don't know. You know, one of these days I will have to, I will have to actually look and find out. We'll see. We're at Capricorn. It's time for the super match worth $5,000. And you've selected Gary Berghoff as your celebrity. So good luck. And please, no coaching from the studio audience. How do you respond to this? Padded blank. Padded blank. Gary? Okay, Gary's ready. Capricorn? Capricorn has said padded cell. All right, that's a good one. Gary, uh, what did you write? Padded bra. Okay, sorry, Capricorn. Uh, we've got a case of turtle wax and rice aroni for you. Uh, so uh, thanks for showing up for the game and um, ha have a great time going home. Yeah, thank you, Don Pardo, you son of a bitch. He had nothing to do with rice -aroni. I don't think. Well, but he could have said that you want a case of Trilla Wax and a box of rice -aroni, the San Francisco treat. Good point. 
<laughs> That's a very Anyways. good point. Moving on with Aquarius. Your Chinese fortune cookie fortune says, nothing seems impossible to you. Which is just a nice way of saying, sure, uh, keep doing what you're doing, even if it fails. Sooner or later, it's going to work, right? It's not like you needed that patella anyway. Oh, and your lucky numbers are 3, C, 20, 21, 26, 31. Yes, that's all hexadecimal codes, by the way. Hey, look, if it was good enough for Mark Watney, it's good enough for you. You pronounced that name much better than I did. I made sure of it. <laughs> hmm. uh, Pisces. What do these three songs... What do these... Excuse me. What do these three songs have in common? The Alley Cat, the Chicken Dance, and the theme from Star Trek, the original series. They all have lyrics to them. Learn them and you'll always have a way of making people leave you alone at wedding receptions. It's true. Uh, most of what I talk about, actually. You know the best thing you can do, too? Mm. When a chicken dance comes on in a wedding, because it's about as inevitable as wedding yeah. cake being bad. Yeah. Get on the stage and karaoke that some bitch. That's how you know that that's how you make sure the party is over. You know, you got those stragglers sitting at the bar, you know, like, I'm not leaving unless I have one more drink. You get on the stage, you karaoke the bird dance, they are gone. But remember, sing it in the original Portuguese. I, I, I was going for Klingon. Hey, we've got the Rosetta Stone ad for it. Yeah, I, 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 I saw that. The chicken, <laughs> the chicken dance doesn't have any words. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Really? Yes. Really? I fucking looked it up. Yes, it absolutely does. Jesus. Okay. I've yeah. always heard it without. Uh, we Shujin, always Shujin, do. Shujin, yeah. Tribble, drinking the Blaine Bleach so that you don't have to. The problem is I don't have any right now. Going going on stage and going, no, 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 there are actual concepts. Uh, I don't want to be a duck. I don't want to. Oh God, what the hell was it? I think the first one is basically, I don't want to be a duck. I don't want to be a duck. I'll swing my <laughs> tail. Quack, 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 quack. Something it like that. The, I don't remember. Is exactly. the original in, in German? I don't remember. <laughs> I thought it was a Bavarian. Okay, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I don't yeah. care. Because I don't ever want to have to think about it ever again. Yeah, well, it's that's the nightmare wedding song. It, no, that's that. No, that's that's one of them. There's worse. Yeah. We're not gonna. No, no, no. We're not. No, no. We're not. No, we're not. We're not gonna. <laughs> we're not, oh, you motherfucker. Yeah, I'm having flashback traumatisms. Who posted that? Some Who of, posted some that? Of the you, I've been to. You, I'm. When we get done with the show recording, I'm going to unleash hell on Dallin. To the but wait, what did he do now? What did, what did, what did, These are the classic lyrics. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, boy. Just remember, I didn't start this fire. No, no. You no. wrote it. You, you, 
You can strike out, yes, but ultimately you are to blame. Okay. So it doesn't matter. So, so how's that next TFC karaoke night looking? <laughs> I don't don't even don't even. <laughs> That's okay. I always threaten to sign up, but I never do. I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen, but you know what? We'll we'll figure it out. That are your horrible scopes for this week. Remember, if you like what you got, uh, I didn't try hard enough. And if you would like to request that I be nicer or nastier to someone else, please feel free to let me know. And not above bribery. All you got to do is ask. I'm, I'm cheap just, that way. One last thought on that subject. Mm -hmm. You know, with COVID, uh, is uh, call-in karaoke a thing? Oh. <laughs> Zoom karaoke night. It just Not the craziest thing I've seen. No, no, but with the added well, delay. Oh, with the delay. Well, there's only one person embarrassing themselves. So You would think... You would Unless think. people tried to sing in unison. <sighs> so long as everybody is drinking at the same time, sooner or later somebody's going to try it. So now that we got the horrible scopes done, let's go ahead and get on to the topic of tonight's show, which is getting done with the show. Time to call it a night. <laughs> This has just been a weird, weird one. I'm, to, I'm, 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 thank you, Joseph. Really, thank you ever so much. I did, I can't believe I absolutely just bypassed yeah, it entirely. A little less sunshine in your orange juice, maybe. You know what? Sure. <laughs> in any case, everybody, thank you for being with us. Hope that you found something worthwhile for tonight. Got something to think about. And hopefully you will stay healthy. As much as it was fun talking about this new drug system for payments and, and getting stuff for a lot less. I think I speak on behalf of all of us that we sincerely hope that you don't have any need to be in touch with this company. Joseph, thank you very much. Good to have you back. Uh, you have a good week. Stay healthy, stay safe out there, and look at the bright side. At least you're not over in um, Ontario and having to deal with um, people stringing themselves across the Ambassador Bridge. Yeah, I haven't checked up on that. Okay. It, um, it, it's it's a shit show. Just, okay, I've got some research to do. No, no, you really, you no, you really don't. <laughs> I'll be speaking with my parents tonight, so that's oh, fair. Buddy. Yeah. All right, you take care, sir. Thank you, man. Dylan, um, yeah, if if we if we end up earning money, um, you're you're the first one to earn money off of it because, <laughs> I mean, after I pay for, oh, I, I I need to pay for you know, registering the domain again. Yay. Mm-hmm. That's nine bucks a year. Uh I think I think the registration is uh twenty every two? 
something. I, I, you know what? I don't even yeah. remember. Re- it, registering a domain is is easy. It's it's not that bad. It's, it's, it's the, the hosting that's the yeah. big outlay. Like that's why I and like I pay just over a hundred a year, but my hosting gives me unlimited bandwidth, unlimited storage, unlimited email addresses. So I got a lot of perks. I'm interested in that. Yeah. I wish that uh, I had a way of just doing it in house over here, but let's be frank about it. I really don't think Hex is up to being a, a, a web server. No, you got to start, you got to start looking at the heavy artillery. Yeah. Yeah. But glad you're able to make it. You had yourself a, you had yourself a, 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 a good music night. I'm, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah. Started off doing a, it was supposed to be a two hour Valentine's themed show, which as I was getting close to the end, everybody started screaming encore. I'm like, crap. <laughs> so it turned into a three hour show. <laughs> you know, but you know what? Uh, everybody had fun. Uh, this is good because I got all the lovey-dovey stuff out of the way tonight. Tomorrow I go into another themed set called Heartbreakers, which is the anti-type thing. I've already got the set list already. And just so you know, I've got songs like I'm going to dance all over your face. Goodbye and good riddance to bad luck, et cetera, et cetera. Um, let's see. Let's go into the seventies. Uh, the breakup song, the Greg Kin band. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that could be one of them. Uh, and um, love is a battlefield. Uh, eighty oh, eighty. Love stinks. Yeah. Damn, I don't remember. This is one of those things. Ah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, suffice to say, it's going to be another one of those. Look, you set the theme. <laughs> I just went with it. Don't blame me. <laughs> don't blame the player. Blame the player. Wait, no. Yeah, yeah. We'll go with that. Uh, don't blame the don't blame the player. Blame the planner. And in this case, we do have a planner, so I can blame them completely. That's fair. You have yourself a good, safe weekend, man. And I, um, I plan to. Yeah, but what you plan and what actually happens don't always happen the same way. And now yeah, I, I am, seem to have a problem with that. <laughs> and now I'm channeling my inner Jane, and I don't feel good about this. Uh, to quote one of my favorite uh, critics, nah, it'll be fine. Uh-huh. We'll see how that plays out. But in the meantime, yeah. everybody, again, thank you for being with us. If you'd like to be in contact, you can take a swing over to the website, since we're talking about that. Holy crap, the vlogcast.com's got all our contact. Plus... If you would like to get the audio version of the podcast, Dallin's the one that actually manages that because he knows a little something about audio engineering. I yeah, I just push buttons and and dial sliders and toggle switches and yeah. piss people off left, right, and center. So, <laughs> hence the reason why I say if we ever make money, he's the one that's getting the second payout because the first one just goes to make sure that we stay on the air. In any case, please have yourselves a good week. We know full well that not everybody gets the opportunity to celebrate Valentine's Day the same way. I am one of those people that, unfortunately, I've got a double-edged sword to the whole damn thing. I'm a widower, and I'm Italian. 
in both cases, February 14th isn't exactly the most auspicious of days right now. And if you don't understand why it is inauspicious for an Italian, you really, really need to do more research on history. That being said, please stay safe. Please stay healthy. We want to have you back again. We'll be back next week and we'll see what we end up talking about. And with any luck, a couple weeks from now, maybe we'll have a really good celebration when a Rafe gets out of prison. If he gets out of prison, yes, I'll have my fingers crossed this time. But otherwise, as always, I wish you all the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. Happy Jack Benny birthday. And of course, my lady, it's too damn many years, but I still love you. Not today, Fujin. I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. Till the next time we're together, everyone. As always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.